morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. The date is July 25th. This past weekend was San Diego Comic-Con, and as always, there was a ton of stuff announced, so we got to move pretty quickly through it. Um, have a couple other fun sports stories and stuff to talk about today, too. But uh, if you want to hear a little bit more about Comic-Con later today, uh, Connor Sheeran and then Bo and Elton from the pod and one of our writers, Elizabeth, who also covers popular culture, will be talking about everything that was announced at the San Diego Comic-Con on Discord at 2 p.m. But I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to, as always, on Monday, start with a box office recap. Entertainment. Finally, we got a new film on top of the box office this weekend. Jordan Peele's new movie, Nope, took the top spot with $44 million domestic. Pretty solid. Um, it does not open internationally until mid-August. So we won't get those numbers for a while. Thor Love and Thunder fell to second place, $22 million domestically, um, bringing its global total to $600 million. And then Minions The Rise of Gru at third, still on there. Uh, Where the Crawdads Sing in fourth and Top Gun Maverick still there, uh, fifth place. With that, let's hop into San Diego Comic-Con. This weekend was San Diego Comic-Con. Here are the most important things that happened, Marvel and otherwise. So they announced that phase four of the MCU, which is what's going on right now, will end with the She-Hulk movie and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, I would say the most exciting thing from Comic-Con is the trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It is a really, really beautiful trailer demonstrating Ryan Coogler's, uh, the director of the first movie, his just visual style, which you can see is going to be carried over into this movie. And then also, interestingly, I think it's something that a lot of people were hoping they were going to do is um, they're not recasting. T'Challa or, or putting a new actor and instead within the continuity of the movie it seems that he T'Challa Black Panther has passed away um, as in respect to Chadwick Boseman you can see uh, a mural of Black Panther in it um, it seems like Shuri his sister is potentially going to take up the mantle of Black Panther and there's a small snippet in it where you can see her in the suit or presumably her in the suit the movie looks like it's going to be really good and I think that it, as an homage sort of this like homage to Chadwick Boseman it will be really lovely that's the thing that I'm most excited about from Comic-Con Okay, and then phase five, we got a couple of announcements from phase five. We even heard about phase six. Um, so phase five, Daredevil Born Again was announced and Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are confirmed to be returning. Um, 18 episodes dropping in 2024. Also, Blade is set to be released on November 23rd, 2023 with Mahershala Ali. Very exciting. Captain America New World Order is coming May 3rd, 2024. This is the first one where Anthony Mackie will be Captain America. Um, we got a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is kind of weak. So phase five, just to recap, is going to encapsulate all the projects released between November of 2022, so at the end of this year, um, and then through November of 2024. The finale of phase five is going to be in summer of 2024. The finale of phase five will be the Thunderbolts movie. And then we even started hearing about phase six. So phase six is going to begin with the Fantastic Four movie. The Fantastic Four movie is going to come out November 8th, 2024. And then it's going to end with two new Avengers movies titled Avengers the Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. It was also confirmed that the Russo brothers, who had directed a lot of the other Avengers projects, including Captain America Civil War, will not be affiliated with any of these Avengers projects. Um, it seems like they're really hinting at Kang being the next big Avengers villain we first saw him in loki and then uh, some of the comic-con attendees got to see this look of him in the ant-man and the wasp quantumania that movie that's coming out um he's going to be in that but the the imagery from that has not been released to the public yet but people saw it at comic-con both of the Avengers movies are set to come out in 2025. And then separate from Marvel, something that I'm so excited about is they announced a few months ago that they're going to make a trilogy of three Avatar The Last Airbender movies. Um, and the first one was originally going to be about Avatar Kyoshi, which is really exciting, but they've actually pivoted and it's good news still. Um, instead, it's actually going to be about the original uh, team Avatar, Aang's team, um, them as adults. 
The original voice actor of Cora Jane Varney confirmed during a Comic-Con panel about Avatar that the show would actually be about Aang, Toph, Katara, Zuko, and Sokka uh, grown up, which is stuff that we'd seen hinted at through Korra, but we've never actually gotten to see real video of. This is just a quick recap of everything, but there will be an article on site later today with more details and hop in the Discord if you want to hear a little bit more. Hopping over into sports. Sports. The Drew League has been going on, which if you don't know what that is, it's a pro-am league, so pro players and amateur players compete in it. Um, and it's always super fun, but one of the most fun storylines from this weekend was Hansel Emanuel played. Um, if you don't know who Hansel Emanuel is, he is a player who became really popular in high school because of his high school mixtapes. He's 18. He just graduated or is about to graduate. Um, because he puts up these crazy, crazy highlights where he dunks on people and he only has one arm. He was, um, he lost his other arm in an accident when he was six years old. It was like pinned beneath a a concrete wall, um, and it was amputated. And so, but he has continued to play basketball competitively forever. Uh, his high school season last season, he averaged 26 points, 11 rebounds, seven assists and 3.4 blocks per game. It's so wild. But so he made his Drew League debut this weekend and just watching the highlights is so, so, so insane obviously and not obviously but like there he obvi- he gets these breakaway dunks all the time where he just can he can elevate so crazy and dunk and it's so epic but then it's also crazy to see sometimes he'll have like a turnaround jump shot or something where just like the mechanics of it seem complicated he makes it look so 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 easy he's also so good at like there's moments of him getting through traffic splitting the defense and managing to keep the ball away he's just he's a really incredible player um and watching him the drew league was super fun this weekend so check out those clips if you haven't seen also in the drew league trey young and john collins of the hawks compete this weekend and they lost their team lost and i mean there's a lot of other factors but it is just funny that the the level of competition in the drew league is such that having two nba players on your team does not necessarily mean that you will definitely win the game they lost a pretty a pretty tight game and then finally there was a ufc card this weekend um where patty pimblet won so it was mostly an uninteresting ufc card uh spoke to Bo about it and he said it was mostly a pr- pretty uninteresting UFC card except for Patty Pimblett um, who if you don't know Patty he is well known for his sort of eccentricity and the way that he talks um, I have followed him a lot on social media and he's definitely bombastic um, but so he defeated Jordan Leavitt with a second round submission that fight was actually pretty interesting pretty fun but the more interesting thing is that with the platform he had after he won he took this moment to speak on the importance of people prioritizing their mental health um, it was this really emotional moment he apparently one of his dear friends had passed away a few hours before he weighed in on Friday, um, unfortunately had passed due to suicide. And so he took this moment to really plead to people the importance of prioritizing mental health, especially for men, because it's still stigmatized. He said, there's a stigma in this world that men can't talk. Listen, if you're a man and you've got weight on your shoulders, please speak to someone, speak to anyone. Please, let's get rid of the stigma and men start talking, which was a nice moment and nice use of his platform. That is it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow us on our social media platforms. Make sure you hop in the Discord at 2 p.m. to hear what the team thinks about everything that happened at Comic-Con. We will be back tomorrow. As always, remember to stay curious. 